my nose with my thumb in a way that looks like I'm picking it. Was, it. it did look like you forgot Sorry. you were on stage. No, no. I was actually going to compliment you. Yeah. I was going to be like, that means you are officially like a comic because you're so oh. comfy. Thank you. That you forgot that you shouldn't. Oh, yeah. Being like knighted or whatever. Yes. You should use the, there you go. That's, yeah. Great. Um, Call me Dame now. <laughs> Damn, girl. Um, <laughs> well, anyway. Yep. <sighs> How is Judy Dench? What's she How up to? What's she working on? <laughs> Let's riff on Judy Dench, please. Don't worry, I can. <laughs> um, anyway, yes, we got a great group of comics. They're backstage and they can hear you. Let's hear it for those comics. Yay! Oh. Our producer Ryan's in the booth. You can keep it going for Ryan and Megan, who takes photos of the show. Oh, Rhea, this is a serious week, dude. We've had a serious... Well, even in the last couple of days, how was our weekend? Oh, I know what we did over the weekend. It was a long weekend. Uh It was Martin Luther King Day. Yes, it was. Uh, That was interesting, I think, to watch on social media that, like, this much activism is going to go on. Not just, like, people posting posting pictures of marches and the hidden mm-hmm. figures mm-hmm. winning the box office two weekends in two a row. Weekends like, in a row. Which is a great movie. You should see that movie. Uh, that's giving me some hope coasting yeah. into the end of this week yes. is like, you know, all the people that were doing at least enough research about Dr. Martin Luther King in order to find a quote. Sure. <laughs> to post on but Instagram. I will point you know what out, I mean? Like, at least you've a, looked through. Just a little bit of introspection if... All of the Martin Luther King memes that you got came from white people. Maybe change it up a little bit. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Follow some more people. Oh, if those memes could vote, right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> well, you could. Look what you did. Look what you did! <laughs> also just going to call you on this. Are we coasting into the end of this week, or are we terrifyingly on fire? We're on a slip slide of shit. Slip and slide of shit. Just, just a, just a. It ain't good. It ain't good. I'm but hey, he's taking a half day on Friday, so everything's gonna be fine. I'm sure. I'm waiting for that. I just every morning I wake up like, it's still. This is still gonna happen. Where is? Well, I have to say we've been furious in our household about one thing. And uh, I know there's going to be some one support. thing, <laughs> just just one thing. Everything else we're chill with. Uh, we do agree with his stance on stop <laughs> gay people, all sorts of trans people. Yes, grab pussies. Yes, yes, put yes, put yes. Those yes. are just words. What's in his heart? Inner though? cities, disgusting. All cities, gross. Black people causing their own problems. Uh, no, these are you guys. 
These are jokes. We should relax and laugh. We don't think these things. Oh no, I just. There's so many Scared nervous white people right people. now. Yeah. yeah. Um, no. This is obviously insane. This is insanity. He said everything that he has said is the worst thing, and he's, a, he's just a walking trash bag of terrible ideas that somebody threw out and became sentient and then <laughs> dipped itself. A little Cheeto dust and took office. <laughs> Literally took office. Yeah, no, he did. You know, like Oogie Boogie from The Nightmare Before Christmas? Do you know what I'm talking about? There's a blob, and if you unzip it, it's just full of bugs. <laughs> That's him. Sounds legit. Full of bugs. So, wait, you were going to say the one thing that we're mad about? And no, the, the A thing that has been bothering me this week is I know that Bernie Sanders is out fighting for the ACA to stay because it should because people shouldn't die right now because of insurance but I have to say with all of the shit that he talked I can't believe he's going to go to this inauguration and I can't believe that his supporters aren't demanding that he protest it and I know there's people in here that voted for him and you should ask him to because he's a leader in the Democratic Party. He was such a leader that he created this movement. And that movement did contribute to part of the reason that Hillary Clinton was distrusted. And I'm not saying that you should have trusted her. But what I am saying is the shit that was said about her and then her record, like the time, like the stack. And it's bad stuff, but it's like, yeah, it's a stack. It's a, it's a politician-sized stack. And then just the Trump Tower-sized stack of shit that we have heard in the last week alone and he's gonna go he's gonna try to work with him I, I'm i I'm upset about it yeah I don't think that you should try to work with this person I, this I person agree. doesn't I, they're not even gonna work I, yes no they're not working he's not working he's tweeting he's tweeting and then just going up and down an elevator about entertainment <laughs> he's taking our jobs he's taking the jobs of hard working American women <laughs> true it's my job to tweet about whether or not SNL's good. It's my job. <laughs> it is your job. And I can't, because I'd still do it if they asked me. I know. <laughs> but they won't ask me. They'll ask him. Do you see how fucked this is? It's I'm spitting. <laughs> so, I'm upset about that. And there better be at least, like, one politician that just, like, takes a knee during the inauguration. I better see one of them, like... Yeah. Why I'm wearing a Copernic jersey? Yes, that would be yes, cool. yes. That would be cool. I would like that, yeah. Uh, or just lays all the way down. Or just walks into the reflecting pool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Jenny Forrest. Um... <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> so mad. I'm so mad. We're I going. Know. We're going to D.C. We're going to D.C. We're going to march in D.C. 
uh, the Women's March. And if you're here in Los Angeles, guess what? Great news. There's one here. So march in that one. Or if you're listening to the podcast, go, there's 600 of them all over the country. Uh, I bet you could find one. If you are an international listener, I don't know what to tell you to do. Uh, take a loop there's, around the there's block. There's marches in other places. Yeah, no, there there are marches it's, in other places. It's that That's bad. That's how bad it that is. other countries are and like, other America, countries. Uh, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you we are, continue we are fucked up, but with this you is the worst and one. against you. Yeah, we. Some might say this fuck up might trump all the other ones. <laughs> Seriously? No, I no, I think it. T R, Azrix. MPs, MPs. Yeah, the yeah. other ones. I get it. Unsearchable. You're censoring it so that people can't search it. They're searching for that now, though. So I don't care. D J T. Guys, I'm just talking about Twitter codes. <laughs> no, now, if you don't tag him, then he can't search for himself, and then he doesn't know we're talking about him. So anyway, um, <laughs> I hate him so much. I hate that he says. I hate that he says so much stupid stuff. I blocked him like four months ago, and I hate that he says such stupid things that I can't not see him. I yeah. can't, like, oh, I can't you not can't. see him. First of all, he can, though. He, uh, he can Nazi himself all day. Um, <laughs> that sounds like the word Nazi. <laughs> Whoa. Wow, you, y'all are rowdy tonight. Yeah, we get it. Move on. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> what a weird thing to say to an audience. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your... Shut up. Keep your hands in your laps and shut your mouths. <laughs> he is a fascist. <laughs> he's the fucking. He's also a fat shit. I'm sorry. I don't mean, but he's. I don't mean it's not a body shaming thing. I just mean if he was a piece of shit, that would be such a hard shit to deliver. You know what I mean? Like it was so. It was bad. Um. Because there's so much to it. So many different parts. Um, I hate him so much. I hate him. I've never hated anybody that I don't know this much. Sure. But literally every word out of his mouth is... uh, I mean, he's so... He's so disgusting. And it's so clear that he doesn't like anybody. And he's so obviously dumb. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's, it's okay to be dumb. Yeah, I have really good friends. <laughs> I've dated some people where I was like, oh, oh you're yeah, dumb. Okay. <laughs> but I do find it when, when a dumb person says, by the way, I'm the smartest person, and then also could kill the world. Sure. That's a problem. Yeah. Um, I straight up don't trust that guy with like the White House garden, let alone any of the. Right, right. It's not that he I would don't. Just be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he's not even a good golfer. Jesus Christ! No, he's a bad golfer. I am a better golfer yeah. than he is. You're I pretty played good golfer. One time. Yeah, you're a pretty good golfer. No, yeah. It's not that I don't trust him with like the red button that you press for like nukes. It's that yeah. I don't even trust him with like red buttons. Right. Right. <laughs> He just sews them to everybody. (laughs) Look at that red button. Focused on it. (laughs) They're going to give him a dummy button, right? 
It's not that I don't trust him with health care, it's that I literally don't even trust him with a Heath bar. <laughs> close. Pretty close. Pretty close. Would you, would you prefer healthcare? this one? Heath it's bar? not that I don't trust him with health care, it's that I literally don't even trust him with a Care Bear. Which one's better? Mm. <laughs> Someone said the second one. <laughs> I feel like a Care Bear would be like, oh my God, get me away from this guy. Yeah, you walk in, he's just got the Care Bear on the... Oh, show me a... T- my tummy is more powerful! <laughs> okay, you didn't watch the Care Everyone's Bear. Everyone's too young for the they goddamn They had their tummies made... Shut up. <laughs> you shut up. Whatever. Um, oh my God, we did have one good experience the last couple days. Do you know what I'm going to talk about? I feel like you're shaking your head because you know No, it. I just thought of something. Oh, what is it? I don't want to talk about it, though, because oh. it's going to take us backwards. Are you on stage laughing to yourself about something you just thought about? Yes. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I've never seen a comic do that, but I think it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty great. Oh, I just thought of the funniest thing. You guys yeah, it, Yes, it's like hard to explain. It's honestly just for me. <laughs> just keep it to myself. Um... No, that's hilarious. I love that. Uh, so, uh, we watched something that I think actually is going to look exactly like the inauguration, which I'm oh, yeah, not yeah. going to watch. It's going to be exactly the same. Because uh, we watched The Young Pope. <laughs> we watched the first episode of The Young Pope. Guess what? That Pope is young. He's 44, though. He's not that young. He's at... He's not. Uh, current Pope is 87. Diane Keaton is 77. She could be a young Pope. If women could get become priests, <laughs> yeah, weird. Being locked out of centuries from a position of yeah. power—that's weird. I can't. I just feel to like it's like all. a great time for them to make like a show about like kind of like a. I don't know. She just has bad habits. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what to do, so I just tried to get small. <laughs> um. I did, I did, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because it's actually really nice that they gave Diane Keaton a habit that has like a collared shirt underneath. Because mm-hmm. it would be so gross to see Diane Keaton in sort of like a, like a, like a, like a regular neck shirt after all these years. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Diane Keaton's noted sense of style that is only a Maisley, Maisley? <laughs> It's collared shirts, baby! It's collared shirts all the way! Do nuns not typically wear collared shirts? They out there wearing t-shirts? Yeah, I just thought she might show up in like a raglan tee. No, um... No, like, nuns don't always have like a pointy collar that sticks out. Oh. Sometimes it's just black all the way. Black shirt. There's a black cassock. (laughs) Okay. Continue. Um, the young pope. First of all, I just want to thank HBO. Because I feel like what we need right now, like in this climate, in the world that we, like in this world, like in the world that we're living in right now, is we just need to see like a, like a bad boy. <laughs> we just need to see like a bad, bad boy. You know what I mean? Like, a, like such a kind of like powerful bad boy. Like we just, and honestly, 
it's nice to see that from the Catholic Church, too. Sure, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like just nice to see, like, oh my God, finally a Catholic who just doesn't give a shit about anybody else. <laughs> and that's funny because I was raised Catholic, and those people are the worst. <laughs> I wasn't raised Catholic. Uh-huh. I was baptized Catholic at 13 so I could go to a specific school. So you're a heathen. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot. Um, do you still have all that guilt stuff that oh, they yeah. talk so much about? Full up on the guilt. Well, that's good. Because I went to Catholic school my whole life, but yeah. I wasn't Catholic at I was 13. super Catholic. Mm. Uh, where I went to Catholic grade school, high school, and college. And then I also... That is too much. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's too many. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You gotta get a palate cleanser in there somewhere. (laughs) Well, I graduated and I was like, oh, fuck. I'm useless as a gay person. And I'm useless as a woman. And then the whole rest of the world was like, yes, still... (laughs) Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. I went to Catholic school, high school, college. I lived in Rome because mm-hmm. I was a theology major mm-hmm. and I wanted to study theology, comparative Catholic theology in Rome. Uh, and I lived on a hill behind the Vatican. And it, these are just <laughs> true so things. So we were watching the young Pope. She was like, I live right there. <laughs> I you live see right it? there. Do you see it right there? That's, right there. Do you see it? And it's also all like CG. That's it's what's like funny about like, it too. Where I was like, her NBA finals. Like the NBA finals. I'd be like, I went, I went, I went, I went, right there, right there, there. I vomited right there. One time in Cleveland. It is like that, though. No, because it's nice to... Well, so I do feel like Catholicism is my ethnicity. Like, it's Mm. so... I'm, like, Mm. so steeped in it. My Mm. parents and their parents and everything I learned as a kid. And I never... And we had um, religion class. Mm -hmm. And... I had that. We had gym religion. Did you guys have gym religion? What are you saying... On Monday now. On that is the first time I've ever heard those two words together. You had gym religion? Wait, religion you, gym? You've never no, gym we've religion. talked about this. No. No. On Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I went to religion. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, it was gym. Oh. Yeah, that we've talked about. I thought you were saying you went to some sort of contraption that was a religious gym. <laughs> Well, yeah, the whole like you're thing. Swimming the whole I, I mean, thing. I get that, but I thought you like were swimming in holy water. Yeah, yeah. And then the rings were made out of. I wafers. mean, I swim. I was on the swim team at the. Wait, were you doing a a Iron joke? Cross yeah, joke. It was a bit of a joke. No, no, no. The wit. No, no, no. <laughs> the this. I was on the swim team in our pool was across the street at the college that was also Benedictine. My high school was Benedictine, which is a type of priest or, bu- or monk or nun. And then on another corner, there was a convent, and on another corner, there was an abbey where the abbot lived with all of the monks, and then they made their own beer. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so shit was really weird. And then when I went to college, I went to school in Boston, and did you guys see that movie Spotlight? Um, that was happening while I was at a Catholic school that I could have been kicked out of for being openly gay. So, like, the boss of the Catholic, of all the Catholics in Boston is the guy who was hiding sex abuse. And so I was, like, you know, on my campus going, like, what's on the cover of the Globe today? (laughs) 
while I walk next to my girlfriend, and people are like, what are you guys, sisters? <laughs> She's Korean. Not I'm not, I'm not saying sisters. that families can't, but, but if they're both that wearing that would umbros, be the first choice. And if they are kissing. We weren't kissing. Just staring at each other. Yeah, so anyway, this, this young pope is like, I can't wait to watch more of it. It's so bad. It's a lot. It's a lot. Jude Law is like, so Got an proud. American accent. He does. Mm-hmm. She's so funny. There's nobody I trust less. He's stealing our jobs. Than Jude Law with an American accent. He's already so smarmy. Like, just sure. as a person, I think that's what works for him as an actor. But yeah. then if you add on that, like, a sort of a layer of, like, wait a minute, I'm not sure he believes what he's saying. <laughs> um, anyway. Also, fantastic wig on that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah, yeah. solid wig work. Yeah, he does have good wig work. that show. Wig, yep, wig, wig work. Uh, it's my favorite Spongebob character mm. that was my favorite wig work favorite class in high school wig working <laughs> yeah we watched a, we liked it so much that we watched a behind the scenes afterwards and it's like only three minutes long or something but it was really great because the director first of all they rebuilt the, the Sistine Chapel like that's how funny television is now and HBO and how much money he's putting this he rebuilt the, built the Sistine Chapel and then he like turns to the camera and it, there's a close up on like all the vestments all the clothes that the Pope wears and he's like and all of this stuff made by hand <laughs> and I'm like do, I was like do you know what else is made by hand this stuff that the actual Pope the actual stuff wears yeah. so you're just making a whole other Pope yeah. I can't wait to see how. Whole it nother is. pope. The young pope. Whole nother pope. <laughs> well, <sighs> I could tell in this political climate, you guys wanted to hear that hot, hot pope material. Hot pope takes. Pope takes. Wig working. Pope take. <laughs> you guys. Are you going to do something this week to, to protest, like, beyond social media? Are you going to go out? Clap if you're going to go somewhere. And That's a lot of you. I think we should be there. He looks at shit. He looks at, like, pictures and stuff. I mean, I don't think we can... I don't know what we can actually do to change things. We have to, like, lobby our own senators and then blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. But I do think if there's just a bunch of us... I might comb my hair over. Whoa. To be a funny mockery of him. <laughs> you guys have never seen it, but when the long side goes on the short side, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you guys ready for the rest of this great show? guys is it first time first time yeah Yeah. this is this comic's first time on this show whenever it's somebody's first time on our show we go wild for them welcome to the stage so let's hear right now for andy main guys give it up for him give it up for andy 
we? Give it up for Cameron and Rhea, you guys. And that hot young Pope. Oh, my God. Um, let's see, guys. I'm a vegan atheist, and I know that that's annoying. That's just the way that God didn't make me. It's a thinker. It's a thinker. Um, let's see, guys. I got balls deep in a democracy this year. You guys get balls deep in a democracy. I found out what a delegate was. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Very complicated system we have. Uh, I ended up watching all of the debates, and um, I turned 36 while watching the vice presidential debate all by myself drinking whiskey at a bar. <laughs> and I was, like, watching it while my body's aging, and I'm watching these two upper-class white dudes debate over my aging body and all of these weird feelings started bubbling to the surface. I was just watching them talk about my rights, and I was like, oh my god, I am getting so horny right now. Which white knight is gonna save me from myself? And like, these other new feelings started bubbling up. I was like, oh, holy shit, all of a sudden, I want to have a baby. I'm 36 years old. No, now I want to have a baby. This is crazy. I just want to find like a mean gym teacher and steal a sperm. I want him to fuck me and tell me I'm fat. And I want to take that sperm and just like hold it in my guts, in my womb. They, it goes in my womb, right? I just want to put it... I just want to put that, that pure white sperm in my womb, and I want to raise this, like, terrible fetus. I want, I want this fetus to have, like, a severe crew cut. And I want to... I just want to raise it to maybe, like, the second term. Maybe a little more. Maybe push it. Just raise it and just hold it like Rosemary's baby. Just, like, feel this awful force inside my body. I want to name that fetus Mike Pence, you guys. I want to name that fetus Mike Pence and abort the fuck out of it. <laughs> yeah. That's where we're at. Spite abortions in 2017. <laughs> like, I'm running out of time to do it biologically and legally. So if anybody wants to meet me at the end of my set get to work on this. I won't ever contact you again. It's fine. I don't see any mean gym teachers right off the bat, but, you know, let me know. Just uh, give me a wink. It'll be good. <laughs> um, did you guys go to the slut walk? You guys had that here. Like, you invented the slut walk here. You guys know what the slut walk is? Okay, three people know who it is. It's going to go great. <laughs> For those who don't know what it is, it was invented by Amber Rose. She's a reality TV show star. Those are very powerful these days. Um... <laughs> It's, it's like a body positivity movement. It's a sex positivity movement. It's where people of all colors and sizes get together, walk down the street, and say, hey, sex is awesome. And as a fat, hairy woman, I was very invested in it. I was very excited about it. <laughs> like, I ended up accidentally having a conversation with my mom about it on the phone, though, with my 60-year-old Catholic Republican mom. <laughs> conversation went like this. Hey, Andy, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm going to the slut walk. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Andy, don't you think it's embarrassing to be a slut on parade? 
Maggie, don't you think it's embarrassing that your generation that your generation created a society so toxic? A bunch of sluts have to get together and have a brain to fix their patriarchal bullshit. You goddamn baby boomer. And that was the last time we ever talked. It was great. First, she said, "I'll pray for you," and uh, didn't work. Spoiler alert: still here. Haven't watched Young Pope yet either, so. (laughs) I was driving to the slut walk, and um, I saw this really cool mom-daughter team. They were waiting for the bus, and I could tell that they were going to the slut walk because this 15-year-old kid had a sign that said, My pussy, my choice! And I was like, whoa! That is the wokest mom in the world! Holy shit! She is giving her daughter the autonomy to do that? That's incredible! I got so excited. I rolled down the window, and I yelled out the window and beat my horn. I was like, fuck yeah, get a girl! And then I drove another block, and I realized, oh, holy shit! I just catcalled the slut walk. (laughs) Most ironic thing that's ever happened. What do I do in this situation? Should I drive around the block and try to fix it? Should I drive around the block and be like, hey, I'm really sorry when I yelled at your 15-year-old daughter. Fuck yeah, get it, girl! It was coming from a place of support! I didn't do that, you guys. I just drove on like a coward and hoped I didn't run into them at the parade. All right, guys, I'm running out of time, but I do want to end this with an experimental joke that got zero faves on Twitter. (laughs) It's an audience participation joke. Are you guys ready to participate, audience? Okay, great. Thank you. Here's your cue. All right. Last week, my period (laughs) was so heavy intense. Intense was it? Oh my god, thanks for asking. Last week, my period was so heavy intense that Werner Herzog should have directed it. Alright, that's good. You guys know who he is. Good call. Did this joke in Boise, Idaho last week? No one knew. Still committed to it. For those who don't know who he is, he's a German nihilist film director. He's most famous for his movie Grizzly Man. That's literally about a man getting eaten by a bear. And here he is, directing my period. Her ovaries. Despairing with the futility of fertility. Released its uterine lining as if she was offering oxygen to dying climbers on Mount Everest. First, the sheer amount of gore was horrifying until she realized every aching crump to find a child who would never be born. I believe the nature of the universe is not harmony, rather chaos, hostility, and murder. It's a verbatim quote. This is a well-researched joke. Which is why Andy Maine must spend fives of dollars every month to support a biological function she has no use for. You guys have been amazing. Thanks so much, Andy Maine. We're going to the Women's March, and I'm excited about it. Uh, but like last week, um, some dudes on Twitter were like, can I even go to this? <laughs> this seems pretty exclusionary. A Women's March? 
I'm a di- can I even go to this? And it says all are welcome on the sign, on the little thing on Twitter. And I would also point out, men still in the title. Still in the title. And also, if you're like, wow, this is, this is, oh, I doubt any dudes in this room are upset about this. And if you are, listen to me. <laughs> That's another thing. Like, if, if you're a dude and you're like, oh, why are women saying all this stuff to me? I don't do any of this stuff. We're not talking to you. That's it. Not talking to you. Anyway, so I am talking to you now. They were so upset about it by being left out because it was a women's march and they wanted to march in the thing and they felt very left out. And I want to point that I want to point them directly to the Constitution of the United States where it says all men are created equal. So, huh? (laughs) Are we square? How does it feel? And it's just a free march. (laughs) Everybody's so mad. Do you guys want to keep the show going? This next comic is so funny. Uh, You may have seen her at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Give it up for Georgia Brooks. Give it up for Rian Cameron. That Rhea's, uh, ha- like, bad habit Pope joke is the best joke I've ever heard, and I don't know why we're up here. <laughs> you know? I'm just going to tell that joke over again for seven minutes, so you're going to love it. It's fun time. We're all having fun. I'm going to go, okay, this is not a great way to open because it's not, nec- not going to be funny, um, but... <laughs> I'm going to go to the march, and I'm going to make a sign, and I just want to know if you guys think this is funny, but also, like, poignant, okay? So just be honest. Do you think it's funny if I have a sign that just says, get away from our bodies? No? Okay, I'll keep working on it. Glad I pulled you. I got to get in the news. Got to make it. I'm, uh, I, I don't have to warn you guys, because you guys are here um but uh i'm a i'm a lyric i usually like if i go out of town which i do all the time once and i'm always like you know i I am a liberal um i just it might come out i'm like i'm very well i'm canadian um so we're like automatically liberal all of us i don't know what it is it's just like we care about other people it's like really awful i don't know can't shake that habit (laughs) because we're all popes okay (laughs) There is a lot of, there's no popes in Canada. <laughs> what if I just didn't get it anyway? So you guys are here too. Yeah, I am liberal. Every time I hear Republicans talking about like wanting to defund Planned Parenthood, I can't help but imagine one of them is just like, no more planning parenthoods! All surprise babies! <laughs> I love surprises! Like, your wife could just not tell you for a while. It's like, why can't that be a you and her thing? <laughs> you don't involve us in your surprise babies. I don't want a baby, uh, which is why I, I really want a Planned Parenthood. Um, I don't want a baby. I don't want cancer. I want Planned Parenthood. I do. Oh, like, babies are really cute. Do any of you guys have them? No pressure. <laughs> They're really cute, you know, you just want to, like, hold them and, like, sque- Except for, like, newborn babies. They're pretty gross, right? <laughs> it's 
so you're like, ugh, that is fresh. <laughs> no, I don't want to hold it. It was just touching your pussy. <laughs> it's not a slice of pizza. <laughs> it's not the five second rule, you know? Can't just like pull it out and blow on it and hand it to me. <laughs> you gotta air it out. <laughs> and then I'll hold it. For money, though, for babysitting. You gotta give me something. <laughs> How come every time you see a newborn baby, it looks wet? Have you seen that? It's like just like really sweaty. Its hair is all stuck to its face. It can like not acclimatize to earth yet. <laughs> like, Jesus, somebody throw that baby a towel. <laughs> Mostly, though, <laughs> because like, how cute would it be if a little baby was just toweling itself up? One time I was sitting beside a baby on an airplane and part of me wanted that airplane to go down just so I could see that little baby wearing a tiny oxygen mask. <laughs> Don't worry, I would have put mine on first, but then I would have been like, get it. And the mom's like, you're not even in our aisle. So. <laughs> You guys have it. You guys all have it. You have insurance, not car. <laughs> health. <laughs> Do you have health insurance? I'm. I. I know. I've. I said I'm from Canada. Um, the only thing I, I really miss about Canada is its uh, personality. It's got a way better personality than uh, this place. Um, but it's beautiful here, so I chose aesthetics. Uh, <laughs> The best part about Canada, though, is free healthcare. It is like, it's awesome, yeah. Give it up to... Oh, I wish I could remember that guy's name. <laughs> Douglas? Mm, who cares? <laughs> um, this guy, he was like, we should have it for free. And we were like, yeah, great idea. Um, Tommy Douglas, fucking good job, Georgia. Anyways, what was I saying? Oh yeah, Canada, fucking great. Uh, <laughs> when I lived in Canada, I used to go to the doctor like, easily once a week. Like one time I went to the doctor just because my butt was itchy. <laughs> but now I live here <laughs> and uh, it's not like, a, you know, you can't do that. You can, but you're gonna like pay for it. I just got insurance and I used it for the first time recently. Uh, and I just wanna say right out of the gate, like fuck copay. Fuck that. It is so rude. Right? Insurance companies have, like, so much money. And then they're like, oh, don't worry. We've got this procedure. Do you just want to pay, like, $10? <laughs> just to remind you that, like, you don't have $10. You know, it's like, mm, I gave it to you every month. You know? It reminds me of this guy I used to date. Because uh, we'd always go out for dinner, and then at the end, he'd be like, don't worry, I got this. Do you just want to leave the tip? I was like, gross, are you seriously going to make me co-pay on this date? <laughs> All right, well, uh, you're going to have to co-pay on this blowjob. <laughs> I'll suck your dick, but you have to swallow. <laughs> and like... I don't really know uh, how we're gonna do that. Um, but I did steal this ramekin from the dinner we both just paid for. So, but, you know, I was gonna spit it out anyway, so who cares? I say that at the end because I think it's funny, but um, I, I, 
in, we, uh. <laughs> when you do stand up, if you're good at it, <laughs> you like hate lying, and I, that's I wasn't. I I do swallow. I do. <laughs> I do. It's just like the quickest way to get it out of your mouth, <laughs> right? is letting someone come in their mouth and then just holding it being like, let me find a cup. <laughs> you know, it's like, there's a cup right here. <laughs> Fucking get it. Gross. Sociopath. So the, my, the only thing I'm excited about, <laughs> the only thing that I am okay with, there's this one thing that's okay for me about Trump winning, and that is that all of my like pro-gay marriage jokes are like suddenly relevant again, because um, I had some good ones. So <laughs> here's my favorite. Thank you. <laughs> what if that's it? Okay. Um, okay. Do you guys think <laughs> it's suspicious? that the people who argue against gay marriage by being like, well then, what's to stop somebody from marrying their dog? Are also the exact same people who are most likely to marry their dog. <laughs> Every time I hear that, I'm like, ooh, did you forget to finish your thought? <laughs> because I feel like what you meant to say was, if gay people get married, then what's to stop somebody from marrying their dog? Hope it's nothing. <laughs> Gotta get to patches before the horse does, you know? <laughs> okay, I don't know. That's kind of cute. Anyways, good night. <laughs> All of you could have seen Cameron Esposito and I backstage when Georgia was talking about. Yes. I can't even say it right now. Because <laughs> we were both going, <laughs> Yeah. She was crouching on the ground. Big thumbs down. Big, 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 big thumbs down. <laughs> One more time for Georgia Brooks, you guys. the show going because the show's super amazing. You're going to love this next comic. He's a friend of the show. We love when he stops by. Give it up for Brooks Whelan! Woo! Keep it up for Brooks, you guys. And Morgan. Who was it? I was backstage. Who were you? Who was it? Oh, it's you. Hello. Hello. You guys... You know? I want to talk to like one or two of you before we keep get the end of the show up and we got two comics left. You guys seem really excited and you got your jackets on and I get it. Are you okay? Is everything all right? What's going on? She coordinated her flights to come two weeks in a row. You. you coordinated your flights yes. to come here to Los Angeles? Yeah. No, to my, yes, no, right, yes, 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 yes. No, I get it, I get it, I get, I get it. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna totally, uh, don't worry, I got this, I swear. Uh, where are you coming from? New York. New, what? Yeah. That is so far to come for this show.
most of you guys are in a long distance relationship? No, I go to a school upstate. Upstate? What? Upstate New York. New York? Yeah. You guys, listen. Number one, you're making the right cho- cho- choice. Number two, I don't know if you know this, but New York has a burgeoning comedy scene of its own. There are some fledgling comics that live and work there that I would recommend. Smaller names. Um, Lewis. That's one of their names. And I think Chuck Chuck Schumer's niece has recently started doing stand-up. Why do you... What? So you both live in New York. I grew up um, in Ventura. This still... You realize this still makes no sense. (laughs) And you came to meet the parents? No, right, 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 right. <laughs> I love the stuff that you think you have to tell me and the stuff that you think is totally normal. Yeah, 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 we're flying across the country every week. Get through it, get through it, get through it. We're making out. We're in a relationship, though. <laughs> um, you met the parents, th- like, this trip, this visit? What were you doing here last week? You're meeting the parents twice in a row. You were staying with them. And so you meet, so again, you're meeting them twice in a row almost, right? What? Am I okay? No, I know. I don't mean, I totally get it. I totally get it. I don't mean like, I don't mean like you are meeting them every day from scratch, from zero. But you're staying in the house and every morning you're like, great to meet you, great to meet you, great to meet you. What I mean is that it's a prolonged meeting. It's two visits in a row. You've gone home between? What are you talking about? Oh! I got it! I got it! You coordinated your flight so that you flew in last week with enough time to get to the show. And you're leaving after this show, having stayed with your parents and met the parents during the entire time. Well, guys, I'm not officially, I'm not officially like a detective, but I'm pretty sure I can put together clues. If there's anybody that you know that's good at putting together clues, it's old Cami Esposito. It's just like watching an episode of Law and Order where the murderer is stabbing the guy and then they're also showing him a picture of himself. Have you seen this guy? Okay. How has it gone? How has the meeting gone? How has it gone? Amazing. Amazing? Wonderful. Yeah? yeah? Great? Like better than I could have expected. Better than you could have expected? She surprise baked my parents' apple pie and my dad's favorite oh. And then hid them in my drawers. Wait. <laughs> I have so many other questions. Here's a follow-up. When you bake, 
I'm no official detective. But there are certain ways of knowing. Like smells and stuff. So you baked a secret pie and cookies? How'd you pull that off, genius? and clothes, though, are sometimes in there. So what you're telling me is you flew across the country, baked your parents a pie, put it near some vibrators, then served it to them. You took them out. I know, but... Clorox is worse! I would totally have preferred... You guys... so happy that the visit has gone great. You can stay at my house and make me cookies. Never, because it's a safety concern. I'm a celebrity, but <laughs> if, if you could, um, you could just tell me about it. You don't have to hide them or go through my drawers or anything. Let's hear it for them. They're great. You're great. You're great. Have a great time in New York. Thank you for coming here. Have a great time upstate, wherever you live. Do you, do you, are you also long distance in New York, or do you both live upstate? No. No. We're in the same town. You're in the same town. You go to school. See, again, it's like I was about to leave, and then she lives in an eco village. Um, cool. I don't actually have any follow-up questions on that. That's obvious what that is. <laughs> you guys are so... What a great audience you are. Um, awesome. Uh, we got a visitor in town. This next comic is, is a visitor in town, which is always fun. Uh, unless... I don't think he's moved here, but... From New York, no less. The same state, except the city. And he lives in, you know, the non-eco village that is New York City. Um, so, guys, let's... Are you ready? Are you ready to transition back away from me, your humble guide and sleuth? Very good with clues and understanding things. Do you guys realize that what I thought they were saying they did... It doesn't matter, but... I was like, I was not flattered. I was like, you are making irresponsible financial decisions. <laughs> All right, guys. Two comics left. Please welcome to the stage, Louis Katz. Give it up for him. Come on! Hey, Louis. 
Hello, Cat. So you're in L.A. from New York, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm back in L.A. from New York. Back in I, L.A. I move all over the place, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm mostly based in New York now, even though I grew up here in Los Angeles, and I'm here right now working on a uh, Guy Branham show. You know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. So yeah, I've been here uh, since like early December, and then we're next couple weeks we're doing some shooting. I think awesome. you are perhaps... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on yeah. one of the shows. Awesome. Hopefully, if everything works out, fingers crossed. Yeah. I didn't cross my fingers. I just made a peace <laughs> sign. Um, and you were... Uh, Talking about the Bay Area, and as a Cavs fan, yeah, yeah. I was enjoying your Bay Area uh. jokes. <laughs> so, did you start doing stand up up there? Yeah, so it's yeah, it's kind of a confusing origin story. I'm, I'm, I'm from LA, but then my comedy home is, is the Bay. I, I stayed up there, lived in Berkeley, and did comedy there for five years, and then I came back to LA for a few years, and then I've been kind of based in New York since then, but I'm also like back and forth a lot because yeah. I'm from here, so it's easier to stay with my parents when I'm here. And so, totally. yeah, yeah. And I hate to ask like such a silly question, but do you have a preference or like how do you feel about each one? Because, I mean, they're all great. So, like, I don't know. What are your thoughts on each, I guess? I, well, I hate, I fucking hate winter. I can't, I never, never got used to winter. Yeah. And I, I used to just, I was just escaping winter and coming here. I was saying, it's great. Pilot season has a great yeah. excuse. Oh, I'm right. here for pilot season. I'm just here for winter. That's yeah. the truth. But, um, I mean, I really, really love New York. But I think, uh... It's it's the weather, and then all my, my friends and family are all here. I'm still yeah. in touch, with, uh, very close with a bunch of people I grew up with, and I have friends in New York. But really, a lot of them have since moved out here. Yeah. So even the base of friends that I had out there has like dwindled and, and shrunk down. Plus, it's like the this is kind of a very inside New York thing, but like a lot of my friends live in Astoria and I live in Williamsburg, which is actually yeah. very hard to, to commute between. It's yeah, like, no, that makes yeah. complete sense to me. Yeah. So, so I, I would say right now I'm, I'm, I'm kind of uh, pushing towards uh, LA and I just got a job here, but at the same time I got a job here, I also got a new, a great new apartment in New York. So I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to be stuck between both. <laughs> That's always the dilemma, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks Louis. Thanks for being on the show. No, thanks for having me. Yeah. you guys oh that's a great set you guys we got one final comic this has been such a fun show so far and uh i love this person real loves this person we're so happy she's here tonight you guys ready for your final comic keep it going for julie goldman you guys let's hear it for julie There's so many fucking lesbians in here. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Like, <laughs> and, and then we, we save the biggest one for last. <laughs> we start with the little ones and we end with the monster. <laughs> it's the big guns now, motherfucker. <laughs> I am so I know we've been talking about it. I can't stop talking about it. Nobody can stop talking about it. Everybody needs to keep talking about it. It's the only way we're going to heal. It's the only way we're going to get through this. It's the only way we're going to survive. If we keep fucking talking about it, we have to process it because we're all lesbians. Not everybody, but most of you are. And we're going to keep processing. We're going to get our journals out. And we're going to process it. We're going to process until we fucking can't. We're going to throw up. We're going to process more. And we're going to keep processing because that's all we can do. You don't need to clap. You just need to process. Just process your feelings. Let your feelings Wake up every morning still, and I'm like, 
I cannot fucking believe. And I just want to say, and I don't, I, I don't think that Cameron Rhea talked about it, I don't think so, but on election night, I was on an all-lesbian trip in Mexico. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? It was a party. It was a party. Oh, everyone was so thrilled. Every lesbian in the world was thrilled. All the t-shirts and the posters were up and the TVs were on where everyone's going to jump in the pool at midnight. And the tits were going to be out. Long ones, little ones, mostly long ones. And they're all going to be in the pool. Just long It became like, if there are Jews here, you know what this, it became like the story of Masada. Do you know that story? The Jews are all on top of the mountain and the Romans come to kill them, but they kill, they all kill themselves before the Romans come to kill them. It was like that. (laughs) Where each lesbian looked at each other and was like, Okay, well, uh, there's gonna be one left. What are we gonna do? Because you can't stay alive. So I'm gonna kill myself. Then Patrice is gonna kill herself. Marissa's gonna kill herself. Sam's gonna kill herself. Tony's gonna kill herself. Samantha's gonna kill herself. Then you're gonna kill you. And then somebody's gonna shoot you. And then you shoot yourself. Ha ha ha! Like it was like that. I don't know what was my new. I mean, <laughs> the world. I mean, just the fact that you could look at that part. It's just the mouth. Just the mouth alone. It's like a cat's asshole. It's an actual cat's asshole. I can't even look at my own cat. I had to get rid of the cat because the cat walked by. I was like, no, 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 no. My dreams are crushed. My lady dreams are crushed. I know that they should be crushed, that they're gonna come back. It's gonna be a, there's somebody being born right now. It's gonna rise to the top. It's gonna hold on, it's gonna fly around. Fine. But we have to get through this now. And my dreams are crushed. I, lo- I don't care. I wasn't a fucking, I don't think Hillary was an angel, but I mean, you know, she didn't have a cat's asshole for a mouth. Let's come together and the healing and the healing of the people. And it doesn't matter who, it doesn't matter if you're with your person or another person. Like, no, it does fucking matter. Like, the fact that you looked at this person and thought that was a good idea, go fuck yourself. How about that? Go fuck yourself. I am over it. I am not gonna fucking walk around and pretend like it's okay. It's not okay. You have a serious problem. I have a drug problem, I have a weight problem, I have a lot of problems, I have emotional problems. I have every problem. Right now, I think I'm peeing or it's an omelet. I don't know what it is. Something comes out the front, I don't know what it is. It's not your, there's some a mixture, it's a mixture. But I'm just saying. Yeah, she's a bitch. She was a bitch, she is a bitch. And kill me, I think it's hot. Find it sexually erotic, okay? I like a bitch. I like like a full bitch. You know what I mean? Like a bitch. Like to me, a bitch is like glamorous and hilarious and funny and just cool and doesn't take any shit from anyone. Like that's a bitch. That's what I. It's hot. It's hot. I like a bitch. Like I want to be. Like I want to find a lady. And I mean, like I like a lady, lady. Like I'm the man, lady. And then. 
whatever. But like a lady lady, you know what I mean? Like a lady lady, like a bitch lady, like a lady bitch, like a bitch lady. <laughs> like long hair, just like, you know, like a lady, like a lady who like wears a purse. You know what I mean? I think a purse is hot. I don't know what it is about a purse. I fetishize a purse. <laughs> That's weird. And I don't mean like a bag, okay? <laughs> I mean like a purse. And like what you wear around the shoulder and you know you walk around with the purse. But no, I, but what, what's really hot is when a lady carries a purse like this. You know, that's a bitch. That is a fucking bitch. A hot bitch. And I just think, <laughs> I just wish that I could be in that purse. Cause in a purse, a purse is a magical land. You don't know what's in there. All, all different things in a purse, in a lady's purse. They carry so many treasures. <laughs> I'm sometimes looking at the ladies' person, what's in your purse? What are you carrying around in there that you need to, that you need to take with you everywhere you go? <laughs> I have my wallet, I've got my keys, I got my cell phone and my cocaine. I mean, what do you have in there? What do you have? <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Ha ha ha. Do you judge me? So, <laughs> do I look like I do a lot of coke? <laughs> Come on. It doesn't make you any thinner. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, we could get, I know I gotta go, I gotta go. So the lab, but the thing with the purse, just like, the thing, I look at, and it's just so many different things in the purse. There's more things than I can imagine. There's so many brushes in a purse. There's a million brushes. There's so many brushes in a lady's purse. Brushes. I'm like, wow, there's so many brushes in your purse. And what, what do they do? Are you an artisan? Are you an artisan? I'm like, no, what is it? Eye brush and under eye brush and the middle eye brush and the eyebrow brush and the hair brush and the back of the hair brush and the front of the hair brush and my bang brush and then this brush and the cheek brush and the little blow and the blub lip and the boob lip and the teeth. Like, my God, so my I looked at a purse. There was a curling iron and a straightening iron. I was like, oh. those things cancel each other out. I think, I think I gotta go, you guys. You are a lot of fun. Thank you so much. I'm Julie Goldman. Follow Julie Goldman. You know what I mean? You gotta put her at the end because she's because you just because she leaves the stage and then you go. I you just for the next five minutes. I disagree with everything you said. It was so fast and I laughed at the time, but now I still agree. Like it was funny and really really great, but I also agree with it. Um. When is Ria? I know we gotta end the show. I just she was like. I'm the man one. And then the other day you said to me, well, I just don't like women with, I've never been attracted to women with, with long hair. You said that to me and I was like, what do I have? <laughs> and then you said, short hair. And I just got a haircut, so it's like my long time is pretty short. Then I was amazed because I realized you've been seeing me with the short hair the whole time. And I always thought I had Long, long mane. <laughs> well, anything else? No. I feel like we should just end this like the Supremes or something. Get in here. Well, you got talking to the same mic. Okay. <laughs> Wait. No. You make it taller. 
I'm so little. Thanks, you guys, for coming out to the show. One more time for all the comics you saw tonight. This is Cameron Esposito. That is Rhea Butcher. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. Have a good night. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap with your hands together. Put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.